Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Welcome to OK Sis. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy. As we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, Ready, sisters? Welcome to OK Sis. I'm Mads. You just fucking blew my eardrums or whatever it's called. I can't hear. It's done. I'm over. I think I just died. And that was so loud with my headphones on. I just. Do you think it. Wait. Do you think it's going to be too loud for the listeners? Yeah, probably. I'm going to assume so. Yeah. Sorry about that. There are people who are going to start sending us medical bills, you know, for like hearing aids. Like in, tw- in, 40, in 40 years, they're going to be like, I listened to too much OK Sis and my uh, my hearing went. Um, hi, everybody. I am Scout. I am the older sister of Mads and of the OK Sis podcast. And welcome. It is a Thursday. We have a bonus episode. We're going to have a lot of bonus episodes, to be honest, because Mads and I uh, overbooked the calendar with interviews. So we have a lot going on. Oh, right oh, oh what? <laughs> Oh, what? <laughs> what was that I, accent? Yeah, I, I I, really can't tell you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so as everyone knows, um, the TikTok culture has been <laughs> permeating into my entire existence and lifestyle. And I just want to let everyone know of this newfound trend that I have been partaking in, which is nobody gives a shit nobody gives a shit everyone gives a shit if you give a shit please dm me and be like maddie i hear you i see you please keep going and i support your tiktok evolution so back to what i was saying this is like i I feel like i should let you know that it's embarrassing at this point it's not i should let you know this i'm an entrepreneur oh my god (laughs) TikTok is just my next project. I'm trying to become the next Addison Rae. It's mm. not working out. Mm. But I'm, you know what? Like, I'm going to promote myself until the day I hit a million per- people on TikTok. Okay, well, you sound the most intellectual you've ever sounded. I think this okay, is back a- to back to my trend. So everyone oh. on TikTok, um, all these like physical girls and like really cute people, like Emma Chamberlain, they love. They all are wearing these ginormous T-shirts. Okay, obviously you get them from Urban Outfitters because Urban Outfitters is just like on the pulse of all the trends. So I wore this T-shirt today, super cute. I'm looking like a Gen Zer. I am in the market. I'm here, and my boyfriend was like. What? <laughs> He's like, there are holes in your shirt, and I was like, yeah, I came like this, and he was like, why are you wearing a shirt 
with holes in it. You're not homeless. Like, and why is it so big? Is that, did you get like an extra large? Like, why is it so big? I'm like, no, this is a one size t-shirt dress. It's the vibe. This is what we're going for. We want to look like we are wearing ginormous t-shirts that envelop our entire bodies. And this is where I'm at. Okay, one, I don't wear baggy clothing because it makes me look ridiculously larger than I am. Like, I'm a petite person and my body is not made for large clothing. I bought an oversized gray t-shirt with matching gray biker shorts from Misguided at the beginning of quarantine. I look like a fool, okay? I look like a freaking fool. So, I don't prescribe to that. I wear tight things because it flatters me more. Are you wearing pants? Like, it's a dress or are you wearing biker shorts? So it is a t-shirt dress. I'm wearing sweatpants and I did a little French tuck. So it doesn't look like it's so, you know, overpowering of my body and making me look like a giant blob, but it is still large. It is, it is a large shirt. Yeah. Also Mads has left San Diego and she's back to LA. So that's why we're not together. And I cannot see this gorgeous attire that she has, um, is sporting. Um, just it looks great. Like, it looks like, you know, your dad's old baseball shirt with holes I, in it. And I paid I've, a good 50 bucks for this fucking shirt. I thought oh you God. were wearing one of your boyfriend's sleep shirts. Like, I thought that you just grabbed something from Ben and were just lounging in your sweats all day. Look, well, I'm for athleisure wear. I really am. But it's got to be refined. You know, this like, is refined. We, this is okay. refined. This is okay. from Urban Outfitters. There are um, intentional holes. <laughs> yeah, dude, this is this is what I did. I bought All Saints t-shirts that were really great, and I wore ripped tights and Doc Martens, and it was great. But that was when I was 20, no, 19. So, you know, you got to grow up a little bit, but it's okay. You will be Peter Pan, and you will pretend you are a Gen Zer for the rest of your life. Okay, yes. moving on. I had a really great idea that I haven't run past you, but I wanted to run past the sisterhood. You know that I love these types of surprises. I know. You never agree with me, but this is going to be good. I had an idea, guys. If you want to email us questions, like advice questions, we can answer one during every – she's rolling her eyes – one during every intro – all you have to do is I think it's so fun. It's a great way to talk to our to the sisters and like get some stuff and you know, they can tell us what they want us to hear about because no one wants to hear about your big t shirt. So if you email us at scout and maddie at gmail.com and Maddie is spelled M A D Y, not M A D D Y or M A D D I E. If you don't listen to this podcast and you don't know how to spell my name like no people leave us reviews and they spell your name wrong so um it's scout and maddie at gmail.com you can also find it on our instagram at okasis podcast anyways thought it might be cute we'll see if any of you email us yeah i was gonna say this sounds uh this is like so podcasters of us to like take audience questions who do we think we are we are not we are not qualified to give any type of advice I mean, I've lived through a lot. I can give a lot of advice. I can give a lot of mental health advice. You can give a lot of advice well, about how to somewhat succeed on TikTok. Oh, you, we yes. can give sisterly advice. I can give all the TikTok advice. That is, that is, yes, that's my wheelhouse. Anyways, I thought it'd be cute. Guess not. Guess you're not. Into no, it. it's good. It's fine. Let's do it. Oh, okay. Well, this is how we make decisions, guys. This is the uh, behind the scenes of this a- is the business strategy. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh.
<laughs> okay. That was lovely. Anyways, I just got back from Indian Wells. I went to the Sands Hotel for a two-night, three-day mini gal vacation, girls' night, whatever. Um, it was really great. It was so nice. Like, oh, so nice. So, so, Did so nice. Did it feel like you were in Coachella? No, because no one walks near you. Everyone's wearing masks. You, like... We never interacted with the only people we interacted with was like the staff who was completely in masks and gloves and everything. And there was hand sanitizer everywhere. Mm-hmm. And um, it was nice. Like we went to dinner. Everything was super spread out. It was my first time eating at a restaurant since COVID felt a little strange. I feel like I shouldn't like leave the house for a few days just in case. But um, it was awesome. I I really enjoyed myself. Yeah, I am just... I'm waiting for that first restaurant back. It's going to be on your birthday. It's going to be on my birthday, bitches. It's going to be you, me, and Charlotte on your birthday. It's going to be great. Okay. Moving on. Sweat is real right now. Well, that's what you get. Um, I always have boob sweat. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's like a constant because I just used to wear a bra. Remember in the early days of OK Sis, we always – I wanted to get you a titty towel. I don't know why you wanted to get me a titty towel because my boobs sweat when I'm in public. Like, I don't understand when I'm going to wear the titty towel. Like, do I put on an LBD and then my titty towel is under my LBD? Like, what? What kind of LBD has straps that look like towels? No, I'm I'm saying, like, wear the titty towel under the LBD. Yes, that's what I'm saying. When am I supposed to wear the titty towel? When you get out of the shower. I don't, my boobs don't sweat then. They sweat when I am outdoors. So you wear it like a tube top. You wear a titty towel. Okay. Thank you for your concern. Um, Super grateful you're looking out for my boob sweat. Super appreciate it. Yeah. Um, Always. Always, always. What are sisters for? Um, Okay. Housekeeping. We have a secret Facebook group. Okay, sisters. It's going off. Join. Love it. Link in show notes. We have an Instagram at Okay, sis podcast. We have a newsletter that comes out every Monday with some pop culture updates in motivational quotes. Note from us. Cool pics. Awesome. You can sign up at our website at okaysispodcast.com. And oh, if you like this podcast, rate, review, subscribe, woohoo. And I'm going to stop because Maddie is doing this very strange dance with her chest. And like she's like roboting. Oh, and now she's shimmying her boobs. And um, you know what? We've never utilized these Zoom recordings. And I think we should today. <laughs> Repurpose I, them for some content. You know what? I'm going to do it. Just send it over to me. I'll take care of it, Scout. Don't you worry. Oh, lordy, lord, lord. Okay, will do, because who gives a fuck about me on the internet anymore and my reputation? It's just all downhill from here. Okay, anyways, let's talk about this episode. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so we had the glorious, the hilarious, the ever-vescent Olivia Sway. She is... Um, in the YouTube group Smosh, which is a kind of, if you don't know it, it's kind of like the SNL of YouTube and she does sketch comedy and she is just downright funny. We, um, met her through our friend Lauren Elizabeth and, um, she was just a delight. We kind of, we, we recorded this a while back, talked about our quarantine vibes, what we're doing. And, um, she kind of talked about her comedic career and what's next for her. Yeah, she's fucking funny. I can't wait for us to go and just hang out and eat at that restaurant that she was saying. That was really gross. Yeah. 
you know. Yeah, what was it? Was it? It was Italian, the gross Italian restaurant. Yeah, because that's what we're going to do. It had, you know, she was really raving about that restaurant. So yeah, well, Olivia, Olivia, quarantine is somewhat lifted now. So I will be up in L.A. I'll hit you up and we'll go eat outside on a social distancing gross Italian dinner. Anyways, Maddie's making weird facial expressions. I, I'm a little concerned. Like, I don't know if she's, like, had something to drink or no. I'm just concerned. This, like, this this is just me, girl. You should know this. Is this because you're finally with your boyfriend, so you're, like, giddy? He's not even in the room. I, but this you're this is him. my energy with you. This Aww. is me with you. This is the, your, wow. the, the effect of you being wow. in the presence of you. Oh. The presence of Scout just does something to you. Love it. Okay, (laughs) sisters, enjoy the episode. Enjoy! One of the most surprising side effects of postpartum for me was that my hair started shedding right around the crown of my head. Now I have these random baby hairs sticking out near my forehead that I just can't figure out what to do with. Yeah, I keep asking you to tame those down, but they seem to be very stubborn. Yes, I know, Mads. After a few months of me not seeing improved hair growth, I knew I needed to give my hair some extra strength and support. Enter Nutrafol. I just got the Nutrafol's postpartum supplement, and I'm so excited because I'm committed to supporting my hair health now that I'm postpartum. The next six months is going to be me and Nutrafol. I might not be a mother like Scoutala is, but as you sisters know, we are always on a hair journey here on OK Sister Podcast. I am always looking for a way to up my hair health game. I love Nutrafol because they have a whole body approach, multi-targets, underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker and stronger hair. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplements for six months. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code OKSIS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code OKSIS. That's Nutrafol.com promo code OKSIS. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. 
I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie. Like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Johnny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Thank you for moving the microphone away from that. And love you, sisters. Olivia Sway is an actor writer who also has a podcast called Fish Cheeks that celebrates Asian American stories. She's a thousand percent a weirdo and she showers way too much. Without further ado, Olivia. Hi. Hi. You bet I just showered. Okay, how many times do you shower a day? Well, it depends how often I leave my house. So if I'm like going to a store, I'm going to come home and shower. Um, If I work out, I shower. I shower. I shower frequently. I wash my feet before I go into my bed. Um, Oh, no. Okay, Okay. that's not that's not that weird. I I do, too. I have to wash my feet before I go into. (gasps) Oh, my God. So do I. So do I now, Mads, because of you. I do it every single day now. Oh, my God. Oh, do you want to know the extra level? I have to. Moist. Put some moisturizer on. Puts lotion on after you wash them. Game changer. Game changer. Okay, but then what what footwear do you have to get from the shower to the bed uh, to the bed? Okay, bitch, I walk barefoot in my house. Like, so the moisturizer is like slip it and slide in. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's like it's like you're on skates. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is so funny that you shower that much because showering to me is my worst nightmare. I hate it. I will avoid it at all costs. Well, our mother has terrible hygiene, so. Oh. <laughs> Does she know that? Yes, she's aware. We her her husband tells her all the time. What do you mean? What do you mean? Just terrible hygiene. I feel like mothers are like very like very hygienic. I don't know why I always thought mothers are. Well, um. Maybe we shouldn't talk about this on the podcast, but she rarely showers. Like, we have Why? to push her into the shower. Um, is, she of, is she scared of water? No, it's just a mission. You know, it's just like a thing. Yeah. It's not like I love I to shower. A- I don't, like, I don't enjoy, like, it's, it's not, like, that great. I do it because I do not like germs. And I, that's, like, the place where my creative ideas come, is in the shower. 
So are you losing your mind with COVID? No, no. I, I feel like I was made for this. I don't know why I feel like a lot of, I mean, I, I guess there are good and bad days, but most of my days are good. Um, I don't know. I, I really like it. I mean, I don't really like it. Like, I'd rather obviously not be go- like, why I, I, I wish this pandemic wasn't happening right now, but I don't hate it. <laughs> yeah, we hear you. I hear you. Well, yeah, I know it makes sense, right? I mean, we're, we're kind of, I, I kind of go in those waves too, where I kind of, I love it. I'm just kind of lounging and loafing around and I'm yeah. just like, yeah, I was made for this. Like I can just kind of watch TV and chill out. But then you like the anxiety kicks in of like the global pandemic and the uncertainty and you're like, oh, right, 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 right. That, yeah. That's why we're doing this. It's like, I'm going in and out of like real housewives for that 30 minutes I'm like everything is bliss when it's over I'm just like oh my god all these people are losing their jobs I'm literally snacking way too fucking much like what am I doing with my life I'm not writing enough I'm not fucking making videos and stuff like that so that gets me but then I realize on the bad days that's when I actually push myself to get creative and make a video or something Mm -hmm. so that's a yeah. good observation, actually. That's interesting. I like that. Or I don't like it. I don't know. I'll think about it. Um, okay, let's do current fixations. Well, I mean, like, if you think about it, like, that sucks that, like, creativity has to come from a place of negativity or pain or suffering. But then at the yeah. same time, that's so great that from that you create something positive. So, like, that's what yeah. was going through my brain. No, I, I think it's just, like, I obviously would rather sit on the couch and watch Real Housewives, but I can't because I'm up to date on all the episodes so like (laughs) I kind of just have to you know turn that shit off and really live in my misery sometimes I hear you I hear you I love it okay wait before we get into current fixations um I do want to touch upon that we have a mutual friend Miss Jasmine Wu who was oh my my god yeah and I met you at Lauren's at Lauren's party with Jasmine with Jasmine. Jasmine oh my gosh I love yes. Jasmine. So Jasmine, Jasmine was my former boss at my first job that I ever had outside of college, which if you know who Jasmine is and then could like, and then to imagine her as a boss, it is just hilarious. How she, she like is, as a boss? Um, so we would eat burritos every day and listen to Frank Ocean. And like, that was like, that was our vibe. And then we worked, but then it was like just burritos and Frank Ocean on repeat. Um, She is, and she would be going on, she always went on dates. I'm like, I'm really blown up her spot, but she would always, every single day after, after work, she would go on a date to get like a free meal. And it was just so funny. And she would recount all of these (laughs) hilarious stories of these men that were just trash. And I was like, (laughs) I mean, she is just the funniest person ever. So obviously, uh, and you guys are best friends. And I think you guys, did you guys grow up together? I grew up with her sister and then she worked for my mom. And then that's how we got super close. But like, we're best friends. But I feel like me and Jasmine, we're beyond just that. Like yesterday we were in the car. So Jasmine, I introduced Jasmine to her roommate slash best friend now, Sheila. And yesterday in the car, we just started, you know, kind of ganging up on Jasmine because she can't say certain words, right? 
And I've been living with that for like a couple years now. I don't mention it. And then she brought it up and she was like, you know, people have told me that I can't pronounce certain things right. And we're like, okay, you know Van Leeuwen's ice cream? Yeah. Okay. She kept fucking saying, I can't wait to get Van Nguyen's ice cream. Van Nguyen's ice cream. We're like, Jasmine, it's called Van Leeuwen's ice cream. She's like, really? I'm like, no, no, it's not. You're right. They're, no, they spelled it wrong. <laughs> like, it's not like we. I got you Van Leeuwen's and the L turned into an N. And then she was like, yeah, I guess you're right. And then we're like, and I was like, by the way, you say, you pronounce a lot of words wrong, but I just never correct you. But I'm like, I'm going to start correcting you from now on because you seem dumb. <laughs> And then we just started like being like so mean to her because sometimes we can be mean to her. But then I then I feel bad, and then I'll text her when I get home. I'm like, dude, I'm really sorry. And she's like, what? Don't be weird. No, she yeah, she she has no idea. Like that's the funny part is like she is so silly, and she just like is in on the joke with herself and with everyone. She is such a gem. I love her. We should all hang out sometime. You don't. I bother Jasmine from eight a.m all the way until probably 11 p.m. I, I text her, I call her, I FaceTime her nonstop. And this is what she says to me. She was like, please let me miss you. And I'm like, nah, bitch, no, <laughs> it's COVID. I'll bother you if I want. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. And then, yeah, so we're all going to hang out for sure. And then obviously Lauren Elizabeth, our, oh, our other Lauren. mutual friend, we love Lauren. We're huge Lauren stands over here. Um, so yeah, we'll all have to hang out. Uh, yes. IRL after this. We'll eat pasta. Insane. Oh my God. Oh, dude, yes. we're all going to go to a weird pasta restaurant on Santa Monica Boulevard and just sure. eat weird Costco pasta together. I mean, that oh, sounds great. Yeah, specific. Yeah, it's specific because... <laughs> Because there was, so Jasmine also, she knows great food, but she also fucking eats shitty food. Like it's weird food. And so before quarantine, uh, me, Jasmine and Lauren went to this weird, um, it's not a weird, I mean, it's just not my vibe. Is it Jones? No, no, no. Jones is good. This was a place, I don't want to say the name because I feel bad. Like it's just like Italian food, but not really like clearly their garlic bread was from Costco. And Jasmine is like, it's so good. It's the best. Lauren is like, oh my God, this is like really good. I'm like, yo, no, this is shit. And then, um, but then I kind of like it because like, I'm not really there to really eat, enjoy the food that much. I'm there with my best friends enjoying their company. And then Jasmine actually ordered from them again during this pandemic. She's like, oh my God, it's so good. I'm like, no, weird. So we're going to have to go to that place. We're going to have to go to that place, eat their Costco garlic bread, and, like, not really. Yeah, based on this, like, this, like, glowing recommendation that we're getting from you. Like, this is just, really. I mean, we are, we grew up with Costco shit, so we'll feel right at home. We will feel right at home. I mean, obviously, you're going to have to pay a little, like, overpriced. Of you course. Know, why Why would we think any differently of yeah. Costco's priced food? Yes. Exactly. We're going to have a great time. I can't wait. Can't wait. Sounds like such a beautiful it. future. Okay. <laughs> now let's do current fixations. Okay. Scout. Okay. So my current fixation. So like it's quarantine and dry bar is closed. And so I have to wear my hair curly because I refuse to strangle this beast all the time. And as Mads knows, I have not worn my hair curly in years. Didn't even know what it looked like. It's like big and wow, it's a lot. Dude. 
It's a lot going on. It's yeah. We'll trade that and and uh, skin because your face is beautiful. And um, so I'm like, what do I put in this shit? And so I started using Diva Curl, and Diva Curl was amazing, and it looked so good. And then somebody DM'd me and said, no, there's a lawsuit against Diva Curl that people that use Diva Curl over a long period of time lose their hair. (gasps) So I was shocked. First of all, I was floored thank god this woman told me and so that I'm on the hunt for something else and my husband who also kind of has curly hair and has been really getting into like natural hair care and skin care and whatever um he recommended that I just use straight jojoba oil and it's super cheap you can get it wherever it doesn't matter the brand or whatever I think he just got it off Amazon and I just come straight out of the shower dry it with a towel real quick and just put like three pumps of jojoba oil on and it it works and it's nice. So that is my current fixation. Wow. Um, uh, also, I like the word jojoba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> it doesn't make your hair oily. No, it feels like I have nothing in it. Wow. Like it feels like I have zero product in my hair, but it retains frizz and like holds, you know, like it, you know, it's nice. So anyone with any type of hair can use yeah, it's just like a moisturizing anti-frizz shine, but it doesn't like it's almost like you're wearing nothing and your hair is just naturally like that. Like you don't feel it. Like I play with my hair all day. It doesn't come off on my hands like wow. You can't tell, right? It doesn't look like I have a gel in. No. Yeah, it's no. really great. No, it's a really great um oil. I I don't wow, I don't do anything for my hair. Like I'm pretty sure I was using my boyfriend's like shampoo it's literally called hymns but i was using it i give zero fucks about my hair and like i wish i cared because i also wash my hair every day which is not very good right no and also that's a lot of time you know i got so much time (laughs) but also i yeah it's not good for my hair and a lot of people tell me it but i don't i just like i said i like to be clean i feel like there are germs on my hair so i just have to wash it wash it out yeah no that makes sense but yeah it will since you're showering frequently i think it will cut down the time spent in the shower if you just cut out those steps maybe just like wet your hair I'm afraid to tell you how long I've gone without washing my hair. Go ahead. I know a woman named Jasmine. Three weeks. I went three weeks once. And okay, to my what? to my credit, to my credit, when you have really curly hair, you're technically only supposed to wash it once a week. Like you're not supposed to wash curly hair. So it's not uh. like if I was straight hair, three weeks would be a lot worse. But since it's curly because it doesn't retain oil or, or it's like very dry. So it doesn't yeah, retain yeah. all that stuff. So I am technically only supposed to wash it once a week regardless. And then quarantine happened and I went three weeks. You know what I'm just thinking when you say three weeks, I'm just thinking about all the places that you've gone in your hair like no but it was quarantine I was inside for three oh weeks. you were in, oh so oh so you okay got it well yeah I guess should I try that out nah I don't think I can let's just start with like every other day for you and see see how my that hair goes. gets so like my scalp gets oily yeah because you have straight hair yeah starts smelling really weird yeah that doesn't happen with curly hair and I think yeah. it's also because growing up my mom would always say like how bad my scalp smelled so oh. ever since, you know, just getting that information every day constantly as a young child, um, 
you know, I've just been very self-conscious about how my scalp smelled. You know, that's why I don't hang out with tall people because they can smell it from up there. Wait, does your scalp smell different than just like your hair? Well, according to my mom, I can't smell my scalp because it's up there and my nose is down here. So I don't know, you know, but this is just what my mom, my mom could be lying to me. I, I don't know. I will never be able to, sp- I go like this, but that's not like, wow. you have your boyfriend that, smell it. That. You will never be able- I asked him to, and he was like, doesn't smell like anything. And then I'm just like, dude, mom, I feel like you've been fucking lying to me or something. But- Little did she know you would be an obsessive showerer because of this. And I don't like to hang out with people who are taller than me, which is everyone. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is a problem. Is- yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Okay. My current fixation is, um, so, as everyone knows, I went through a huge sweatsuit phase. We all were purchasing all of the sweatsuits, getting all cozy. Now, we are located in Los Angeles in Southern California, and it's getting a little hotter now. So, I'm trying to transition to still loungewear, but how do I keep the comfort? So I have been obsessed with Aritzia lately. They have the best, the best basics of t-shirts like this one, super cropped and just like boxy and large. And I'm a huge like cropped, crop shirt girl, cropped everything gal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I highly recommend hitting up Aritzia. It's actually not that expensive also for their like basics line. Wait, you said before this podcast that someone sent you a gift card. Did you figure out who sent you the gift card to Aritzia? No, it was probably them because they fucking know I'm I'm loving them. So you just, just got a gift card me. in your inbox. How much was it for? I don't know. I didn't check it out. I was just like, they're they're surprising me because they love me so much and I'm endorsing them on a podcast oh, without mm. actually having an ad, you know? Yeah. What me. if what if it was like you open it and they're like, all right, sign up three friends and you get this 10 person. <laughs> you get like, free oh, shipping. It's, like a, it's probably a spam email, to be honest. Like, I don't know what it is. I just saw a Ritzy lo- gift card here. And I was wow. like, <laughs> lucky you. I freaking love Aritzia. I've oh, never purchased it's one thing from Aritzia. You're good, uninvited good. to our yeah. Costco eating. <laughs> What if, what if I send you a surprise Aritzia e-gift card? Then I'm reinvited for sure. I would lo- yes. I, would, yes. <laughs> I mean, please it's, send any and oh, all shit. gift cards my way. I'm, I'm really signing up for more than I can take on right now. So, <laughs> Okay, Olivia, what is your curve fixation? Okay, besides hand sanitizer, <laughs> I am obsessed with... Um, I don't know. This is like a salad. <laughs> I've been obsessed with making. Um, oh, yes. Please tell. I get my veggies from this restaurant in LA called Republic, and they just have amazing, you know, farmer's market veggies. And I have been ex- so obsessed with this salad that I make. It's a jam lettuce and, um, some cucumbers, some snap peas, and then I put some sesame oil and some ponzu sauce and top it off with some furukake. Um, and I, I, I eat that every day. I'm obsessed with it. That sounds also, really good. I'm obsessed with, I've been re-obsessed, I've been, I'm obsessed again 
with acai bowls as well. Ooh, making your own? No, no. Um, oh, okay. too much work in the blender. Um, at, from backyard bowls. <laughs> unsweetened. Mm. Always unsweetened. I was going to say, you should be careful with acai bowls because I used to make them because I used to work as like a barista slash, slash, slash chef in like a little coffee shop thing. And we had acai bowls. And so I would make them and then I looked at the package. There's like 80 grams of sugar in one packet oh. and we put two packets in. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why I do the, the pure acai. So it kind of, and I don't put any juices inside. My order at Backyard Bowls is like a serial killer's order. It's like mm. no juice substitute with water. Um, unsweetened, unsweetened. Like I write it two times in the notes because sometimes they forget. And um, I'm the exact same because I went to Jamba Juice once every single day for an entire week. And then I found out that they were putting sherbet in my smoothie. And <gasps> so I whenever I go, I'm like everywhere I go, I'm like, where is this apple juice from like Mott's apple juice? Or are you fresh squeezing your apples? Like I'm such a bitch about it because I yeah, will never be too. duped again. I will never be duped again. You were, you yeah. were literally you were literally drinking milkshakes every single morning. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's like what happened to my my friends that when Pinkberry first opened, they thought they were marketing it as like healthy desserts. So my friend like ate it every single day for like months. And then she realized that it is loaded with just terrible things inside. And um, now she's dead. I'm just kidding. She's not dead. Um, <laughs> Death by Pinkberry. <laughs> she's not. She's thriving. Yeah, you gotta you gotta oh figure out what you're eating sometimes because they put yeah. some shit in there and you get addicted to it and then you're you know you think it's healthy and it's not so yeah yeah but my salad is is healthy it's good it's good yeah I need a salad that have- sounds delicious I love that okay let's get into you um so Olivia I don't know if you know this but like you're really funny and you are part of a what would you call Smosh? It's like a, I, I would say it's like the SNL of YouTube. Yeah, that's what, Is that an that's accurate? what everyone, yeah, um, that's what everyone calls it. But honestly, I'm not funny like any of those people. So um, I don't know if I would, like what we are is, I mean, maybe my Smosh cast, they listen to this and they love you guys. So what if, I don't want to like say that they're not funny. I'm saying I'm not that funny. Like they're so talented, so funny. I, eh, you know, um, but yeah, we're kind of like SNL of YouTube and it's been around for 12 years and we just, they're like my family. I love them so much. Um, we, how long have you, how long have you been part of the group? Five years. And we also call ourselves the Disney channel rejects. Because we um, are, you know, colorful. We're a colorful group, and um, we ha- we were hired to become instant best friends, and um, but then we really became best friends, like siblings. And I love all of them so much. Which reminds me, always- one of them DM'd me, and I didn't yeah. respond. So I guess we're not best friends. Well, that's rude. No, joking. <laughs> um, so wait, uh, were you always into comedy growing up or like, how did you kind of fall into this humor existence? Um, I don't think I focused on comedy at all when I was little. It wasn't like I was watching 
only comedies or anything like that. Um, I think I was always like kind of weird. You know, I would dress up and make stupid videos like everyone did that, you know, so I didn't I wasn't say I, I wouldn't say I'd be like cracking jokes all the time. But then I was I started acting at a very young age, though. And um, that led me to, you know, going to improv classes and then realizing how much I loved laughing. And then it also introduced me into this app called Vine, where people used to make like six second comedy little videos. And that definitely made me realize how much I loved comedy. And then through that, I got the job at Smosh. And then I realized that like, I don't know, I, I happened to stumble upon comedy and I never think that I'm funny because I really don't think I am. I think I just happened to be there in that right time and somehow, you know, got a job at a comedy. I am going to reframe your narrative because I can't stand it when women come on here and don't understand their full worth and can't believe in their bones that they are that great. And so I am here to tell you that you are so fucking funny and you're going to internalize it and you're going to take it and you're going to say thank you. And then you're going to go home or you are home and you're going to look in the mirror and you're going to say, I'm fucking funny. Oh, thank you. That's really sweet. I I love that you, you believe in me that much, but I don't know. Sometimes, you know, sometimes like when you when people find you funny, but maybe it's just who you are as a personality, you know, like I think maybe just in my DNA in my who I am, I say random funny things and somehow people laugh. I don't like it's not no I mean that makes sense it's not something that it's not like this persona that you put on or these like a set of strategies that you have come up with in order to become funny it just is who you are and that's kind of I mean that's that's sometimes the best type of humor when it's just a person an authentic humor that a person innately has yeah yeah and I also think I mean, I definitely have like the tools and I know certain things because I've learned in improv class, I've learned from experience that saying these things, doing these things, writing these things will get a laugh, you know, like those things I, I've learned. And, um, but honestly, people think that like, I think a lot of people think maybe people who are in comedy are just constantly, you know, being funny, <laughs> But I'm so, I don't like to talk that much. Like, I talk a lot with, I don't know, it's it's very, like, maybe because my job is very demanding of talking a lot and performing a lot. So when I'm at home by myself or with my boyfriend, I literally am, like, so dead. <laughs> that makes yeah. sense. Because you have to, like, no, I- to a certain sense, recharge yourself a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You say that you're weird. And I want to ask like what that means to you. Like, does that mean that you grew up and felt that you were different than people? Or does that mean that you grew up and felt as if you just had a very unique side to you that maybe other people didn't have, but that it worked in your advantage? Um, I think that I definitely felt like I was different than a lot of my other peers growing up um 
because I was dancing a lot and I was acting and where I grew up in Arcadia, it is very academic driven. So people didn't really, you know, get involved in the arts like I did. So in that sense, I always felt like an outsider because I loved dancing. I loved performing. I loved all these things. And people kind of just like shamed me for pursuing that route. So in that sense, I felt like kind of an outsider. And why I say I think I'm weird um, is because I just, I do things that maybe other people don't do. I don't know, like little quirks, you know, um, I say, and I, I, I look at things that are a little bit that look normal to people. And I find it, I, I don't know why I, I find things that are normal to people and I perceive it in a really funny way. And I think people are like, Oh, that's odd. Why would you think, you know, a cup of worms is funny. <laughs> and you know what I mean? It's just like weird shit yeah. that I conjure up these weird things in my head. And then, you know, some people think it's funny and some people don't. But that's probably what aids you in your performative career because like you have that perspective and you have that way to like look at things and like maybe think about them a little different, which is literally the point of a comedian is to see something that most people just see as a societal set standard or just a cup of worms or whatever it is and they see beyond that and they see an added layer of whether it's like psychoanalysis or something ridiculous or whatever it is they like shine a different light on it yeah I like like I like painting my face and wearing wigs and like being characters you know I don't think a lot of you know not everyone just likes to do that on their free time I just have wigs and I just have weird makeup and I I don't know I guess that's weird for some people but like how much more fun is life like I don't know it just seems like your your brain is able to perceive like such such more like color and uh dynamicness and I don't know it just seems more vibrant yeah yeah I I think so too but then again I'm also very bad at very basic things like um I'm really messy I'm clean but I'm very messy I I'm re- I have very poor time management. I procrastinate a lot. So a lot of those things that, you know, I should be better at, I'm not because my brain is fueled by fucking crayons and I don't know, Digimon or something, you know? Well, you're you're doing fine. So I I think just keep do- keep doing it. I love it. Thank I love you. it. Um, <laughs> yes own the compliment yes um, that's what i like okay, to so hear you are you are also a new podcaster welcome to the space oh with open arms thank you oh no okay great <laughs> <laughs> was like, oh no um so, <laughs> so your podcast is called fish cheeks yes Give us the, you know, the elevator pitch. Give us the rundown. Why did you want to start a pod? All right, you guys got a, you guys got a minute? <laughs> hey, I got a great idea for you. Um, well, so when I was growing up, um, I always felt like, you know, as, as an Asian American, it didn't feel 
that weird to me that I was Asian American or it didn't feel like I was different um, because I grew up in a community that was mostly Asian. And then I came out to LA and I realized that um, there's not a lot of roles for people like me and a lot of our stories are not being told. Our stories are just, it's just like everyone else's story, but people kind of overlook, you know, our stories and our journeys and, you know, and, and, and our community. So I wanted, I wanted to have a podcast and I wanted to use my platform to highlight and share and celebrate Asian American journeys and stories because, you know, we're all so fucking interesting. And I have so much respect for my culture and like my people and what they've gone through and what they're going through now. And, you know, we're so hardworking and, and people know that, you know, and I don't think enough stories are being heard. So that's why I have this podcast called Fish Cheeks. And in Asian culture, the cheeks of a fish resembles abundance. And, um, and these are just abundant, rich stories of people. So, yeah. I love that so much. I am channeling abundance right now. It's one of my intentions. So I love. Oh, good. Yeah. So I love that. I want to look into that metaphor, that imagery, because that's really strong. That's so cool. I, n- I never knew that. That's awesome. Yeah, and a lot of people are like, oh, I mean, I think a lot of Asian Americans are like, oh, okay, cute fish cheeks, you know, and then and then when people know the, the, the meaning behind it, like, oh, wow, that is powerful. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. And it's interesting because it's very different than, because um, a lot of people know me as a, you know, a comedian, but this is like a different, a different side of me. And it's interesting because people would listen to it and like, oh, wow, I thought you just made jokes all the time. And then this is like a very, very different, different channel. But do you feel so do you have get? Oh, you can sorry, go. I was just going to say unpopular. Uh, so what can I have- say? <laughs> sorry. Sorry. We just have so many questions. Uh, so what is the format of the show? Do you have guests on that are Asian American and then are they like more prominent or from different industries or one specific industry or how do you, how do you monitor that? So I, I have guests from every, you know, every, sorry, uh, I'm a little hungover uh, from different, you know, (laughs) professions and, I have actors, I have doctors, I have chefs, I have artists, I have figure skaters, like people doing everything and anything. And I don't just focus on famous celebrities because the point of the show is featuring people who, you know, their stories are not being, it's everyone doing dope things. So, yeah. But if you know if you know Lucy Lou, hit me up. Let's get connected. Would love her on the pod. I don't have any connections to Lucy Lou. Damn it! Then you are not going to be at okay. the Costco dinner. <laughs> I keep getting I keep getting disinvited and then reinvited and then disinvited. I got to figure out I got to figure out how to get there, guys. All I want is Costco garlic bread in LA in person, <laughs> not in my bed. Exactly. What is something that has been like the most fulfilling part about starting this podcast? The most fulfilling part is getting messages and feedback from other Asian Americans, young Asian Americans, and feeling supported. Um, Because I know me growing up, I 
didn't know about these people. I didn't know about these stories. I didn't know that I could do this to achieve this. I didn't know so many things. And so me giving listeners that, giving them some sort of relief or direction makes me feel, you know, so good. So yeah, that's been pretty gratifying. And I think, and I think it makes my mom proud. So that's good too. Oh, I love that. Don't you love it when you make mom? Our, our mom's not really like that. So I don't know what that's like, but that's like making our dad proud, you know, like making our mom proud isn't hard. Like we could be like, mom, I had sex twice yesterday. And she'd be like, I'm so proud of you. You know, like, <laughs> it doesn't do much to impress head, babe. But I feel like, like making your family proud in some level, like I, I can get that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for me as well, being an Asian American, you know, in entertainment, I feel like I have this responsibility on my back that I want to make my community proud. And um, so I'm just trying my best to do whatever I can, you know. What do you think? I mean, obviously what you're doing is the answer to the question that I'm asking, but if someone's listening to this and is Asian American and wants to figure out a way to get their story told or have more representation in certain industries, whether that's the, you know, specifically we could talk about the entertainment industry. What are some ways that you, that you think either collectively as a, as a society we can do and as a member of the Asian American community, they can do to like trailblaze their way through. What I love about the Asian community in LA is that you find groups of people you know, and everyone is so supportive. And um, I found a group of girls who are really, really awesome that support each other and, you know, and we talk and we stay connected. Um, but if, if this is for someone who wants to try something that they're scared or timid about, I would say just do it because I was reflecting on my post high school journey and I never said no to things. I always said, yes, I will try this. Yes, I will do this. I don't know where it'll take me, but I know that if I do it, at least I'm doing something, you know, it'll lead me to another thing. Um, so I always encourage that. Don't shy away from opportunities or second guess, just fucking dive in. Unless it's that. like drugs, don't do that. <laughs> you know, say no to drugs. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. No, it's it's interesting, and I, you know, we talk a lot about, um, you know, people come to us and ask like, how do I start a podcast? How do I grow a podcast? And we're just like, look, we didn't know what we were doing in the beginning. We just fucking did it, and you just have to start. I mean, it seems so simple but yet so overwhelming and scary, but taking just like little, little steps and doing it. And again, never saying no, just saying yes to everything, trying everything because you're then going to realize what doesn't work for you. And then yeah. it kind of like maneuvers that way. There's no, there's no like a right prescription and a right, right way. It's just like, no, you got to start. And then you fit. It's like a feeling like you just understand what to do next. Yeah, because if the passion is there, you won't, you will keep doing it, you know, and I felt just, I'm still trying to find, you know, my voice on my podcast and how I want to reach more listeners and all of that. But, 
you know, I felt down about it sometimes, but I just tell myself, just what else are you going to fucking do? Put your hard work into this because you really care about it and it matters. And just try and figure it out. I always just figured it out, I feel like. Um, and I'm still figuring things out. And and I'm always, I'm scared of failure a lot. But then again, that's also what happens when you want to succeed, right? All the fucking failures that come along the way, which I feel like I fail most of the time. And that's why like the 10% where I'm not failing, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, that's what I want to achieve. Like, that's what I love. Yeah, there was this quote, and I'm so dumb because I don't remember who said it. I don't remember what it is, but it essentially says, fail as fast as you can and as often as you can because you'll reach success quicker. So mm-hmm. it's just like this notion of like dive into failure, like accept it. Like every time you fail, it pivots you towards the next thing and you learn and then the next thing's even better or that fails too and that brings you to the next thing until you find something and it doesn't have to be one thing. It can be a plethora of things yeah. that actually work for you and you know they work for you because everything else didn't work for you. Yeah, and I, I totally agree with that and I feel like now more than ever, I'm really, really embracing failure Um and I think maybe I'm at this point in my life where a lot, a lot of things are more clear now. Like I, you know how you see your peers and you're like, wow, like this person is really good at this thing. They're very good at this thing. And I always felt like growing up, I had all these extracurricular activities that I was, you know, so involved in, but I was very mediocre. And the only reason why I, got better was because of the hard work that I put into it. So I think I'm a very mediocre person that puts in a lot of hard work. Yeah, but that's way more interesting than someone that's just born like out of the womb singing like Beyonce. Like that's so much, there's so much, as someone, if someone starts out mediocre and just puts in the hard work to get good, like they actually have a story. They have life experience. They have a perspective, right? Like it's so much more interesting to me than someone that's just, it comes easy to sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever, oh my God, sorry, there's a fly. Um, So talk to us about Instagram because you you have a large presence there. You have a large presence on um, YouTube as well. Kind of how did that come about and how do you how do you approach social media? Because you're obviously very silly and you're, you have this, you know, humorous personality. Um, what do you do to translate it that way through social media and, and make social media more of a positive place? It's so funny. Cause everyone, some people call me an influencer. I don't, I don't think I am an influencer. Um, because then I, I, I when I think of insu- influencers, I think of like Lauren Elizabeth, who is so good at social media or like Claudia who was like so good at social media like I suck at doing all that shit um uh I I speak out a lot about injustices and um racism towards Asian Americans a lot on my Instagram and especially right now during this COVID times I use my Instagram to really you know show show my followers what's really going on to people like us. So that's what I'm using as a vehicle to, you know, spread some positivity and influence people to be aware, not to be ignorant, to to have compassion and care for people who are outside your race. So that's what I'm doing right now on my social media. Um, I also, 
I don't know. I, I, I do stories, you know, but my close friends, my close <laughs> friends stories is obviously like more fucking cool. Cause I'm like doing crazy things on there. I'm just kidding. I, I was like, can we get in on that? No, I'm not. Um, but yeah, I also love Twitter a lot. I love reading tweets. I love funny, weird Twitter humor. Um, but Instagram is fun. My feed is like my my explore page is all banana bread and healthy fudge brownies um, and vintage. Love purses. that. Oh, vintage purses. That's a, I need to what, get on that. What a you know that tells us so much about you. That is a great snapshot. I don't even want to look at my explore page. I don't know what's. I feel like it's like a mixture of The Bachelor, Mary Kate Olsen. And, Oh my God. And architecture yes. and like houses. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like th- that your explore page says a lot about you. Like I like food. I like expensive purses and I love possum memes. Ew. I hate possums. <laughs> have, oh you dabbled, have you dabbled uh, in the TikTok? Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's something that I'm terrible at. Um, I I just want to be TikTok famous so badly. Give it to me. Um, You're speaking to the right audience. Mads is dying to be TikTok famous. Are you guys famous. big on TikTok? No, we're not at all. Uh, yes. Yes. Oh. We have to manifest this. We oh. have to manifest Oh, this. yes. You are huge. I am so obsessed with TikTok. It is like literally my only hobby these Who days. Who do you like on there? And honestly... What's that? Who do you like on there? So it's funny because my For You page is a lot of either the f- the more like funny side of TikTok, which is like I feel like the Vine humor yeah. um, carried over. And then obviously all the dances and such. So I think I like to blend the two and I'll do the dances, but with this like funny edge and faces. And then, but this past week I've I'm like, I'm like getting serious. Like, no, no, no. We're going to, we're going to like find, find the right hashtags. We're going to like do trends. We are, we are going to go viral if it's the last fucking thing I do in quarantine. It's going to happen. She's my TikTok manager and I'm not allowed to do anything without consent from her as far as branding and content goes. And so I'm on a very strict schedule at this point that I haven't started, but I will probably tonight or tomorrow. And um, I have specific instructions. Well, yes, that just sorry. I'm looking at this TikTok that I just posted and it's doing terrible. So what else? <laughs> Don't isn't it always like I open up the app and I'm like, maybe, maybe now it's <laughs> I went viral. Dude, I didn't go viral. Fuck. It's OK. It's we're manifesting it for all of us. OK, it's going to happen in the next we're, week. It's going to happen. Okay. This shit sucks. Oh. What the hell? Come on, Olivia. Be better. Do oh, all right. This is depressing. I hear you. Okay, so let's change. This numbers is- numbers matter. Okay, if you're not getting enough likes and views, you suck. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's that's not true. It's not true. <laughs> we need to like put that as a mantra, as a reminder, every time we open TikTok. It's okay. Like- <laughs> Set your expectations. Your very self worth. Yeah. Your self-worth does not equate to the number of views you have on TikTok. It's fine, everyone. Okay. Um, okay. So before we wrap up, Scout, you want to ask the last question? Was just going <gasps> to do it. 
I'm so excited to hear it. Okay, the last question is if you could brag about one thing in your life, what would you brag about and you're not allowed to be humble? Okay. Um, does this have to does this have to be like meaningful? Can it be materialistic? Yeah, it could be whatever you want. My personality. I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um oh, I didn't know that we were gonna uh brag about. I think I'm a very um a selfless person. I like that. And I have a really cute vintage purse collection. Mm. <laughs> that is something to be proud of. Show that on TikTok. Yeah. That'll get viral. What? My my purse collection? Yeah. Or me yeah. saying or me saying it. <laughs> no, no, your purse collection. <laughs> um we could do it simultaneously. I guess I could, but I don't know. I don't I don't I don't wanna sh- I don't wanna showcase my uh You'll just have to check back on my Instagram, you know? Yeah. Okay, with that, <laughs> tell everybody where they can find you. Um, you can find me probably on the streets getting <laughs> coffee or something. If you, like, look around, I'm probably there um, at any type of bougie and expensive coffee shop. I'm just kidding. I was like, <laughs> we will meet you there. <laughs> My Instagram hey, is I'm at. Probably there too, girl. <laughs> just look around, and you're there. You're gonna be. There. It's uh, it's at Olivia S U I. Love it, and you can find us at OKSIS Podcast. Love you, sisters. Yay! Ah, mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.